Welcome everyone to the Important Report. I am Chris Turgliaferra. And I'm Jeff Garver. And this week, news that is not important, that did not make the cut. Letterman retiring, and then Stephen Colbert named the the successor. He's going to be the successor, folks. And uh, if you haven't heard, you heard it here first. And that's a really bold choice. An old white guy. Yeah, I'm sick of this. God. You know, at first I thought there was a possibility that Chelsea Handler was going to take over for him. Because I heard that, I was like, I don't know about that. Yeah. But Well, I think where they really dropped the ball was putting Seth Meyers as, mainly because that's your chance to kind of develop a new a newer talent that might be a little bit different. But right now, we've just it's just a bunch of, they're kind all in of, the they're same. They're all kind of the same thing. Except for like, Kimmel's really the only one that's like, because he's a bit, you know, he's not, you know, he's kind of off-putting looking, pudgy. You know, he's not super off-footing looking. Well, I mean, I wouldn't want to look at him forever. Anyway, Jay Leno wasn't exactly the best-looking guy. Uh, true that. Uh, we will not be talking about uh, the final four and the victory of the UConn men and the UConn women. Yeah, that, great that, job. Not important. Yeah. So, All right. And uh, now we will start to talk about something important as I roll into the first story. I'm surprised you weren't asked to take over the late show. (laughs) That's how you segue, folks. Okay, well... Well, We're we're starting out here on the radio, on the free internet radio, and then hopefully one day, maybe five years, when we've improved our sort of segue skills, then we'll be ready. Then we will be ready to... And we'll just say, hey, uh, Colbert, you out. (laughs) You know, time for uh, new new guys in charge. Yes. Uh, Okay, well, you know, we've been doing public service announcements for our last few episodes, and I'd like to say this week would be different, but it's not. Uh, This is the third one in a row, and uh, this is just something that we feel people can't ignore. Uh, Weddings, as we all know, you're not getting married for yourself. The wedding, well, I guess you do get married for yourself. You should. Uh, I hope you would. But the wedding is not for the two people getting married. It's yes. for everyone else. The the, well, the female might think it's for them. The groom damn sure knows it's not for him. No, I don't think any guy's like, oh, man, I'm really excited about, like, seeing my groomsmen all in Carolina blue or whatever stupid college you went to. Yeah. All right. So, basically. Or Texas burnt orange. Yeah. <laughs> or Mizzou golden black. Golden black. Yeah. Okay. Well, but now we're getting to a point where, you know, we, we there's all these grand celebrations. There are shows about it, yeah. uh, you know, wedding planner shows. It's an industry. I, I heard the phrase the other day, the wedding industrial complex, which is funny and accurate because, I mean, there's cake. Any kind of side. It's, there's the dresses, there's the cakes, the hotels, and, you know, other business, like flower people. There's all these things. And some people don't have weddings like this, but a lot of people do. Right. And, and people do it to varying, you know, degrees and scales. I, I, I don't attend any of these weddings. I only go to ones at courthouses. I find they're much more to the point, much more legal. Much more romantic. And safe. if you really think about it. Yeah. So, uh, but now people... Evidently, and social media is a big part. Yeah. So, you know, as as that increases, that will become a, a bigger part of it. In the spirit of synergy, I suppose. Yeah. This brings us to this new profession. Uh, what is the exact title? A social media concierge. 
And this just, is just think about that, folks. Just like your that. wedding could have a social media concierge. For the low price of three thousand dollars, this social media concierge responsibilities will include uploading filtered wedding photos to Instagram, pinning your registry items and dream honeymoon de- destinations to Pinterest, and making sure your guests are all tweeting using the correct unified hashtag. Hashtag unification, folks. It's very important. It's $3,000 worth of importance. Well, now, the $3,000. Now, this is just starting in the New York City W Hotel, but it will filter down to other places. Now, it won't necessarily be $3,000, you know, in North Carolina or something like that, but it'll still be a lot of money. And I think people like you look at that now, it's oh, $3,000. I would never pay that. But in North Carolina, somewhere less expensive, someone says it's $1,500, $1,000, like, $800. Oh, I can do that. But I'll do it for $500 right now. I will unify these hashtags just coming up to old ladies. And well, the the whole thing of hashtag unification is basically so it's not like, you know, Mark and Jesse, Jesse being a girl, or it could be a guy. I don't know. Whatever the wedding is, instead it's like Mark and Jesse. That would be the hashtag. But other people would be like Mark's wedding, Jesse's wedding, Mark Jess, Mark Jess, Mark Jess forever. (laughs) You you know. But in that way, when people are searching, the people that care about this wedding, they're only the people who weren't invited who are searching Twitter (laughs) to look at these pictures and see what a great time you're having. They'll now be able to like finally. They won't feel like they're messing out. It's gonna be like you know hashtag state of the union. Yeah, POTUS, 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 POTUS. I hate POTUS. POTUS and I don't know. Is yeah. it that hard to write president? Yeah, everyone. We have a emergency coming through the stude. I. It's you know what I was just thinking about. You know, like all those stories about people coming home from World War Two and then they marry their sweetheart. You know, they've been gone. They've been fighting the Japanese yeah. and the Germans. Do you think they would be disgusted by hashtag unification? Or not? Maybe or not do just, you think this is what they thought, this is they, what I was this, dying for? This is what they were dying for, hashtag unification. Also, isn't something like, can't you do that yourself? Can't you just say, yes. hey, everyone, use Chris and Jeff as your, uh, if Chris and I were getting married in my dreams. Um, <laughs> can you well, just... All you'd have to do is put it on the damn napkins. You could have it plastered on the wall. And the other thing Hashtag, things too. Uh, you know, Katie and... Beatty. <laughs> I'm not going oh. to Katie and Beatty's wedding. But oh, then the other things are kind of like that, too. The Pinterest. I don't know much about Pinterest, but can't anyone do that? Pinterest. I like how Do you it. need to pay someone $3,000 to upload photos on Instagram? You don't need any of this. Is can't all, you just have, this is if, gilded age. And if you don't want to do the hashtag unification for yourself because it's, I don't want to have to, it's my special day. I shouldn't have to deal with hashtag unification. Can't you just like have one of your groomsmen go like say something, write an email before, do something like you said, napkins. Hey, everyone. Do Chris and Beatty. Uh, yeah, hashtag Chris is my name. You can make a funny thing about it at the reception. I don't know. I also... And the people, like we said, I think we said, the people who are at the wedding, they're already... The people who are interested in the wedding, for the most part, are already there. So it kind of makes me wonder how important that stuff... I mean, there's some like elderly relatives who can't come or people who live overseas or whatever, but they, it doesn't take that much time for them to figure out... They can look at the people's Facebook and find the well, wedding I think pages. people now like living in a digital world more than our own. I think they're more interested in seeing how they come off to others. So I think they actually... The people at the wedding are going to... They would probably actually really like this. But it's stupid. It is stupid. I'm, I'm telling you, people, don't... You know don't who's going to like this? Women. 
dumb women. There, I said it. Yeah, these dumb women and their lost, hashtag unification. I just lost three of our listeners. Yes. Just gone. I'm just joking, women. I, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It seems like a really strange thing to me, like a social media concert. It just seems like an embarrassing thing to be like, well, also, some people, now I don't know how weddings work because we're a little older, but I feel like people might pay for the weddings themselves. But what if you were like a person who's like, I'm going to pay for my daughter's wedding or something. And then, <laughs> and then your daughter shows I'm an up. Old southern man. Your daughter shows up and is like, we need $3,000 for hashtag unification. The groom's like, yeah, 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 Mr. Johnson. Uh, you know, that the social media concierge. <laughs> now, Timothy, you have to back me up on this. Uh, I do, your dad already doesn't like me. I really don't want to. <laughs> I don't really want to convince him to get a hash to, for a social media concierge. You're doing this. You got uh, the social media concierge. You know how everything's going digital, Mister Johnson. <laughs> uh, are you familiar with the phrase hashtag unification, Mister Johnson? Okay. Well, on that. Uh, the point is, you know, don't do it. Don't do We've it. come it's, up with our own hashtag. No social media concierge for weddings. It's a that's bit hashtag before. Hashtag. Hashtag no social media concierge for weddings. Now it's a bit wordy. It will probably take up most of your 160 allotted characters. Yeah, and also, you know, you gotta wonder if we're not becoming as bad as they are. I don't know. We're kinda like the people who complain about the Kardashians and go, Why is everyone talking about the Kardashians though you're putting it in? You're still putting it into yeah, the digital space. Exactly. All right, think about it, people. Think yes. about it. All right, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, hero or villain, stick around. Welcome back, everyone, to the important report. I guess I don't have to welcome people back. Anyway, it's time for our favorite segment, hero or villain. That was a good one. Yeah, Optimus Prime later today. Oh. Yeah. Uh, don't. Don't, don't hurt yourself. <laughs> Parenting isn't easy in this little crazy world of ours. This hashtag unification-centric world we live in. <laughs> but that being said, uh, you know, there's one thing that parents always worry about since the 1950s. Your parents worried about it. My parents worried about it. Your parents are going to worry about it. Well, actually, they probably won't because you're... You're already older. You're already older. You can do this. But drinking. Teen drinking. Teen drinking. Uh, you know, I've, I've known a lot of people that, you know, nearly ruined their families because of this, but you know, now it's, you uh, did? well, maybe I did. I probably did. They probably just didn't want to talk about it. Oh, okay. It's a private family issue. Well, but you know, the, jo Johnny had a sip of beer the other night. Our family's ruined. <laughs> family ruined. Uh, but you know, now a, a parent can be super strict about it, but yeah. I, I'm also, I'm sure everyone had that. I mean, they really weren't that cool because it was kind of weird. Yeah, but it's that really cool weird. parent that would let you drink at their place. Yeah, being that it's safer. Nobody driving. Put your keys in the table. Blah blah blah. Also, I, what I never understood, and I didn't really know any parents like that. But what I didn't understand about those parents is, uh, what do they want to hang around a bunch of drunk fifteen-year-olds, sixteen-year-olds? Who wants to do that? Me. <laughs> I, I, that's why I'm posting up at the McDonald's with a 40-piece. Oh. I know exactly when the volleyball team gets out, and I'm just there on the corner. Just you waiting. girls want me to pick you up some uh, beers? <laughs> some beers? Some Zimas? No. Uh, but now, uh, recently, there was an incident in Naples, Florida. Uh, the cops were called Typical Party. Yeah. Nothing else to see here. This was a Dateline story. It's like, a typical, call a typical high school party. Yeah. Drinking. Drugs. And general loudness. Yes. That's when the cops were called in. Done. And then, anyway, they went in. The cops showed up. Everyone, from the way the way the, the story reads it, it looks like 
right after they got there, everyone just went inside and shut off the lights. Yeah, that's uh, that's a good detail because the high school kids are like, oh, uh oh, the cops are here. They saw us. We better go inside and turn off all the lights and hide. Legally, they can't come in if the lights are off in a house. Or they'll think we're not there anymore. <laughs> well, anyway, there was beer, pot, all sorts of stuff in the yard. So they uh, knock on the door, and finally the um, the teenager that lives there, who's 18, Mariel Winand, answered the door while being supported by two of her friends to stand upright. She was yeah. she was pretty far gone. Probably we about were to make sleeping. Some we were sleeping. I'm real groggy, man. Don't you see how the lights are off and no one's hanging around? <laughs> so uh, anyway, the police called the mother. And she said she was unaware of the party and out of town. She also gave them the okay to bust it up. So she gave them permission to come into the house. Well, also, wait, would the cops have permission to come into the house anyway once they see underage drinking? I think they do. Yeah, I think Well, that's also, a... I think with, like, kids' parties, they can kind of do that without, like, no kids are going to, like, stand up for their rights and, like... Damien! Like, I, it's just that I think the cops can kind of just do that. Like, the probable cause for, like, teenagers is maybe pretty... Pretty low. pretty pretty low to non-existent. Uh, well, anyway, she the mother said Carolyn said she was out of town, and gave them the okay to bust up the party, which they did. So they started going in, and I mean, if you've ever been to one of these parties when you were in high school, it was hot. My thing was run to the woods. If you if you had woods nearby, it was run to the woods. But some people chose the hide in the house. Yeah, and it was basically you know people were hiding in closets. They're pulling people out. And lo and behold, they f- went to uh, the mom's room and opened the closet, and there was the mother. Yes, the same mother who had said that she could, that the cops were free to bust up the party and that she was out of town. So anyway, uh, she started uh, at that point making statements trying to justify having the party and allowing alcohol among the many that she thought they'd be safe and that they didn't have to drive. So now she's being... She says she didn't buy the booze, but now she's charged with 26 counts of selling, giving, or serving alcoholic beverages to people under under the age of 21 all the same. Yeah. I guess one thing about this mom, as we go into the, the decision, decision factor, is what is this mom, like... Is she a hero? Does she enhance this her daughter's reputation at school? Or does she is her mom now a joke? Like, yeah, your mom... Like... I think a lot of high school kids would be making fun of someone's mom who hid in a closet at a high school party. I think we really got to consider what sort of high school this is. It's a high school in Naples, Florida. Public or private? I'm public. Yeah, we can say it's public for the for the purposes of this, at least. Uh, you know, I don't know, because sometimes... Also, do the parents like the girl? The kids like the girl? Yeah, I mean, I think it really depends on if, because if it's if it's a cool girl, like a cool girl, I'm using parentheses, yeah. wait, uh, quotations, yeah, then you know that people probably I'm using parentheses. I'm using parentheses here. Uh, I would think her mom's gonna be just fine. If not, then uh, she might get a little help. But is she a hero or a villain? I mean, it's pretty ridiculous that she hid in the closet at a high school party. She acted like a teenager, used bad excuses, just like the own the own teenager she had served alcohol to. Just like the very same. I'm going to say villain because it's really lame, and the fact that she lied and then backtracked. Yeah, I'm going to say villain because it's it's really ridiculous, but it's not... 
if she had like tried to run into the woods or something and gone really full bore high school, like had you know done something crazy like that, then I'd be like, all right, this lady's a hero. Like if she'd like everyone, let's go hide in the woods. Or caught with like an eighteen year old boy. Well, that would be that would be a different thing, but uh, that's legal. That's assault, brother. Um, <laughs> no, nah, I guess it's not. But uh, I, I'm gonna say villain too because she went. She acted like a teenager, but she didn't go quite far enough. Yeah. So she's just kind of a lame mom who wanted to be cool with the kids, but she didn't really. If she pushed herself, then maybe. But she you didn't. know, if you want to be cool, you gotta you gotta really devote yourself to it. Yes. Okay. Uh, I next. made a playlist for the party. <laughs> no way, mom. No way, mom. You it's got the... who let the dogs out on it. <laughs> the uh, the dancer mix. Yeah. All right. Well, love is also hard to find in this hashtag unification obsessed world. <laughs> we just keep going. I just think hashtag unification is a really funny phrase. It sounds like something like you know brought up at the UN. We need hashtag unification of this country. In this country, like uh, President Obama's State of the Union, we have a bunch of fragmented hashtags. Uh, we need hashtag unification. And I'm devoting. I'm earmarking. <laughs> uh, let's see. All right, well, here's how one person, though, tried to find love. A North Dakota man. Hey, North Dakota. Didn't we go there a few weeks ago? Uh, in the oh, in I thought you met me, you and me. I was like, I don't remember that. No, we're never I think we might have gone. Uh, recently went to great lengths to impress a woman. According to police, Frederick Bohannon. Bohannon. Bohannon Jr. was charged with arson and several other felonies after setting fire to a farmhouse northwest of Fargo, the Park Rapids Enterprise reported. He's also suspected in a string of car battery thefts. Yeah. So, real, uh... But anyway, a real upstanding guy. A witness told police Bohannon was planning to sell the batteries to buy marijuana. Smart. Which is completely unrelated to the rest of the story. I have no idea why these two sentences were included in it, but regardless, I guess just kind of... It's just a character. Th- what? Where? Objection. Where's the article going with this? It shows the character of the of the plaintiff. Okay, or the defendant. It's funny. Anyway, the the witness told police he and Bohannon were drinking with two women recently. Yeah, when one of them asked Bohannon to burn down a house. Those are the kind of women we need to meet. All right. Hey, you need another beer? Yeah, yeah. Me too. All right. All right. I'll be back in a second. Oh, while you're gone, can you burn down that house over there? You got it, girl. <laughs> All right. So anyway, they drove to another farmhouse, and Bohannon set a sheet on fire. It set the farmhouse ablaze, and the four, who had been drinking, drove away and watched it burn from a distance, police told the Enterprise. The police, uh, the witness told police that Bohannon wanted to impress one of the women. Yeah. You know, if a girl asks you to do something and you want to impress her, you better burn down that, that, that barn. Yeah, I mean... Whose barn was this? Probably some just decent local farmer. Ah, hard day's work. Time to go in at 7 o'clock and sleep till sunrise. Yeah. Oh, no! You know, now, this is kind of similar to the uh, the, the mother of the, the party mother. It's very I'd be similar. more impressed with Bohannon if he was if his situation was just a little more absurd. Like, he, this was actually not just some girl he, like, was partying with. Some girl he was really in love with. Like, she dumped him. And then he had, like, said, kind of state, tried to state that she had told him once that, you know, she'd want him to burn down a barn. And then he did it for her, for love. Because this is more for... Sounds like it's more for lust than for love. Right. If he's just partying with them. I think it would have been better also if she had not told him to burn down the house and he had said later that he burned down the house yes. for love. Yeah, that would be good too because the circumstances here are just, they're kind of ridiculous but they're not, 
They're not endearing ridiculous. No, no, not at all. I'm definitely going to say he's a villain. I'm going to say he's a villain, too. You can't just burn down a farmer's house because some not some, dr- some loaded chick asked you to, ask you to do it. <laughs> How hot's this chick? I'd like to see pictures. Yeah, probably not. That yeah, much. probably not. No, no. All right, we were going to take a quick break, and when we come back, gangs over history, we'd like to join. Coming down the home stretch, it's the important report. Now... Uh, Jeff, lead us off with the in focus. All right. Um, on April 3rd, 1882, outlaw Jesse James was shot to death in St. Joseph, Missouri by Robert Ford, a member of his gang. Now, this made us wonder what gangs would we have want to been in throughout history or throughout fictional history? So typical, typical one. Uh, well, you start off. Now, I'm going to say just because I rewatched The Godfather recently, I'm going to say the Corleone crime family. Because you get good food, good food, a little honor, humor. Uh, I mean, money too. A little humor. Some of those guys were kind of funny. Yeah, I was gonna go with the uh, the Goodfellas mainly because I was thinking about when they were in jail, and they were they had a pretty good time in jail. Yeah, I was thinking just that'd be fun. Yeah. So yeah, I'll I'll piggyback off that one. All right, my next one. This is a very small gang, but a meaningful gang. The Bash Brothers from Mighty Ducks Two, just Fulton and Dean. But uh, I'd be a gang I like to, to join because I've never been known as kind of a Bash Brothers type guy. Kind of, you know, not a big guy, not a fighter, but, you know, maybe with those guys to be on their team, you know, be kind of How fun. does that count as a gang? It's a small gang. And Kenny Wu joined, if you remember, so it made it three. They're the Bash Brothers. Oh, was that when they did the gloves? Yeah. Shirt. Just like a fun group of guys. Oh. And I actually, this was a... This was actually a. I, I mistakenly saw the criminal gang. I just thought it was gangs. I, I gang was, outfit. Yeah. Outfit. Well, mine was going to be the Sugar Hill Gang because I really <laughs> like Rapper's Delight. Oh, that's a good one. I think that would been that. That was kind of like when rap was. You could just rhyme about anything. Yeah, like you're you going over to your friend's house and their chicken tastes like, like wood. wood. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. I really like Rapper's Delight, and it's still got a great you know beat to it. Long song too. Yeah. You they could really cut off that entire... They don't, they don't put out too many nine-minute rap songs or however long it is anymore. Well, it, it was a quintessential one. It was yeah, it's a, a good one. All right, my next one, The Hell's Angels. Now, I'm not really a motorcycle guy, but those guys did go to a lot of cool concerts. Oh, yeah, I guess they, you're right. Yeah. I don't really know what else they did. I really only know them from going to music concerts, and I think they still do. Like, they, they was, they're like hard rock and roll, Aren't they jam like bands. good guys now? Do they do anything illegal? It seems like every time it's like, look at the Hells Angels standing up to the Westboro Baptist Church. Well, that's... I mean, anybody would stand up to the West Basper, West. That's not that great. Know. They they drove around with Bat Kid the other day. Did they oh, really? Oh, I made that up. I um, wouldn't be shocked. Bat Kid's doing probably, a lot of things. Yeah, Bat Kid. Bat Kid's really living it up. And I know a lot of you people out there love Bat Kid. Can't we get another Bat Kid? You know Can't what? we like get a super kid or something? Like, there are other kids with cancer. I don't want to join the Bat Kid gang, that's for sure. No, no, not at all. Uh, my next one is the Buttercream Gang. What are they? Buttercream Gang. All right, basically there was this... <laughs> It, all right, it's this, um, if you ever find it, I saw it one time in school, but uh, anyway, it was this really lame after school, like movie or something, but it was all these kids and they lived in this like town uh, and they were part of the buttercream gang and the buttercream gang, as one old man explains, he's like, 
yeah, a gang of you boys came around, you would go help the buttercreamers churn their butter. And so basically their job is to help out old people around the town. And it's a really nice town, like a really nice, like wholesome town. But one of the boys, he goes to the big city. And when he comes back, he's a real bad kid and he steals stuff. And the way they try to get him back. In Does the he bu- steal buttercream? No, but he, uh, he goes, basically the whole town gets involved. And they, he like goes into the store, starts breaking stuff, and they just let him and just kind of all say, like, I still love you. And Aww. so, and then anyway, eventually, but like part of the thing that the Butterhill gang was, they would get, they would get like word that like old lady Withers fell down in her house and they'd run and they would like swing into her house. It's really dumb. Sounds nice. Yeah. Yeah. We, we have all these teams. I don't know why I'd want to, I, I think I want to join it just to like start, you know, kind of punching everybody in the nuts. <laughs> Not like breaking things, but just kind of being a real dick. You get, you pretend to get messages about old lady left her safe unlocked. We can go steal her jewels. <laughs> All right, mine's kind of a, I'm gonna kind of a similar one to that. I know a lot of you guys are Coach K fans out there, but when Coach K was in high school, he was in a gang called the Columbos, a bunch of people who lived on. But it was kind of I think from what I know, it was a bit like the. Uh, the buttercream gang, they kind of helped old ladies walk off the street, walk across the street and stuff like that. But they were called the Columbos, and he was the leader, even then, of this really dumb high schoolers gang of good kids. Were they were they fraternal? In, uh, I don't it? think they were official. They just kind of hung out. <laughs> Military and organization. No. Uh, my other gang that I wanted to join was, the, uh, was uh, Delta House. Oh, from Animal House. Yeah. They're kind of criminal. Well, there were, uh, I mean, they did a lot of things that were probably illegal, especially destroying the parade at the end. Yeah, that could have really endangered Dean Wormer hated them. Yeah, I just thought, that that's like the best fraternity ever. Yeah, they're pretty fun. They don't take themselves too seriously, but they still know how to, they were still able to book bands and stuff like that and have parties. So, <clears throat> I mean, they must have been able to do some stuff, but they, you know, they had a good time. Unlike those, who were the bad guys in... Who was the evil was it? fraternity? It wasn't Veda, because that's... That's, uh, Alf, that's uh, uh, Revenge of the Nerds. I'm not sure. I just really like that scene where they're putting the ring on Kevin Bacon's fi- yeah. finger. And then there's also that the battling. Yeah. All right. Mine is, my last one, is a little gang I had in fifth grade. And this is about nostalgia, wanting to go back. We were called Ross Perot. Well, we weren't really so much of a gang as a bunch of kids who took change you know, from their milk money and then put it into a little jar, then buried it in the elementary school playground. Oh, well. Yeah, and we'd yell out, Ross Perot! And then we'd all run and, like, you know, come together and, you know, hang out. I don't remember who was in it, but I remember we had a good time. That's a nice gang. Yeah, Ross Perot. I mean, we were only just taking, we were just money burying it. We didn't, like, help people, but I think... I like to think if the Ross Perots were today, they would have evolved... And you know, you have your own website, and it'd yeah, be like Ross about Pro. it started back then, just yelling and stupid. But they thing. would probably want us to change it because it's like, well, because even then it had nothing to do with Ross Pro. It was probably just a name we knew that we well, thought. That's was, like the Van Buren game. We thought was just funny, you know. Yeah. All right, that's it for me. Okay, well, I'm just gonna end on the Ross Pro. My last one's not good. Was it the, was it the gang from David the Gnome or something? Was it? No, it was just, it was just a gang from Scarface. I just thought that'd be cool. That was a cool. That was a cool gang, similar to the, the Corleones. Yeah, but you know, just it just seemed like whenever you things were going well, I wouldn't yeah. want to get shot up in that house at no, the end. No, no, no. Or shot for dating Tony's sister. And no. maybe it wouldn't be great to hang out with him. He seems a bit erratic. Yeah, because of all the drugs. Yeah, yeah, not good. 
All right, well, that's all the show we have for you today. Until next week, I'm Chris Turgliaferro. And I'm Jeff Garver. And we'll see you later. <laughs>